0: It's uncomfortable to be every day, man. His spirit, I find it hard to be masked. Toughness, enthusiasm! Oh man, that intro gets me so hyped because it is that time of the year. We're not gonna talk about the offseason. We're not getting sad because it is the Super Bowl week. We are at the start of February, and we're it's only good vibes these days. Oh my gosh, unfortunately Gruden is not competing in this Super Bowl, but the Tampa Bay Bucks are going against the Kansas City Chiefs, and it's amazing. So many things to break down, so we have an all-star staff plus one here for this podcast today. (laughs) 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 We have the freaking beast, Alex himself. Alex, how you doing?
1: Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, I think it was a great conference championship weekend. Uh, they uh, legalized sports betting in Virginia, and uh, I, I won quite a bit of money, so felt good about that.
0: Uh, that's good. We can use that through for the uh, corporate retreats. I appreciate that, and that's always good news. Uh, and We also have, surprisingly, our intern, yes, we have gotten a lot of calls. He has not been fired yet, but he is even more <laughs> so unpaid. Our unpaid intern, Reeb, how you doing, man? I'm
2: doing good. Uh, on the topic of sports betting, it is not legal here in Texas somehow, but that's probably a good thing for me because I'd probably lose all my money.
0: So. Yeah, that's, that's tough to, when all you're un, money unpaid interns. <laughs> yeah, the Bengals will win the Super
2: Bowl. I've said so many times, like I would just bet against the Bengals. Yeah. So that way if they <laughs> lost, they'd be like, well, got some money.
1: Yeah, just and have, if they if they win, you're like, well, I'm homeless now. But <laughs> I paid thousand on dollars for one win. <laughs> oh it.
0: gosh! See, this is even more uh, more reasoning to keep you as the unpaid intern. We don't want you to spend all your pro football jokes money on uh, terrible sports bets. So we're here to save you <laughs> from yourself.
2: You would spend your money wrong, so you don't deserve any. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. I'm glad you understand. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. But it is a good time. Of course, somehow, someway, none of our teams made the Super Bowl. One of our teams made the playoffs um, despite only winning, like, two games. So, good job by them. Ooh. We pulled that one off. Uh, it's a fun time, though. We still get a route. Uh, two super exciting teams with a lot of storylines to go over. So, instead of actually going into them, we're going to just forget about the Super Bowl for a little bit. We're going to tease that for later because we're experienced podcast hosts. And we're going to talk about some other news, my, my, in my opinion, much more important news about the best quarterback in Lions franchise history no longer being the quarterback for the Detroit Lions. I guess it's not quite technically official since they have to wait for the proper time in the league gear for it. However, it is going to happen that Matthew Stafford will be playing for the Los Angeles Rams. And Jared Goff, another first overall pick, will be – on the roster for now with the Detroit Lions. We'll see if he picks up a football, but let's go to uh, Alex first. Alex, what do you make of this genius trade by the Detroit Lions?
1: Well, I think, you know, the breakup with Stafford was inevitable. So I think they got some pretty good value for him. They got two firsts uh, plus a third. Um, and Jared Goff um, – or sorry, they, they gave up a third, right? But, uh
0: no, we got the third. We got two first and a third.
1: Okay. Uh, okay. That, that's what I thought originally. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's solid value. I mean, Goff will be a nice bridge guy. At least he's, like, a capable NFL starter. Um, I mean, the, the bad news for the Lions, I feel like this just kind of shows that they're in total rebuild mode. Uh, probably means Kenny Galladay is not coming back, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, so that's the only downside, but at least you got good value. There's hope for the future. Dan Campbell has them biting people's knees. So,
0: kneecaps specifically.
1: Not my bad. Yeah,
0: you want to, you want to, when you, when and this is what I love about this new franchise uh, leadership and direction that we have, we, we don't just want to be general with the way that we attack people, we want to be very specific. Details matter. So, biting kneecaps.
1: Yes, it'd be silly to just bite their knees.
0: Exactly. Why would you ever bite someone's knee when you could bite their kneecap? Go straight for the bone. And then when they knock us down again, we take their other kneecap. <laughs> I love it. I'm hyped, man. Dude, that guy's got me just juiced. I'm ready to go. I love it. I think he's just – he's, he's going to be him. He's going to do everything he can. He's going to bring a whole new vibe to this Detroit Lions team. So, I mean, you can see all the – Former players that he's hired as coaches in a lot of good roles. I think he's made some good hires. I do think even though Anthony Lynn was kind of a joke, most of what Anthony Lynn was a joke for is not what he'll be doing anymore as the offensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions. He's not going to be the one that's in charge of managing that late game strategy.
1: I'd put him in charge of that.
0: Yeah, I'm going to give him the timeouts, and what do you want to do in the fourth <laughs> quarter? <laughs> How do you want to finish this out? Nah, so we'll be able to keep a, a good offense going, uh, and then uh, we should be able to do some some fun things there. But yeah, the the Lions trading Stafford, when, when Campbell got that six-year contract, it seemed like the writing was on the wall that they're going for a big rebuild-type move, and uh, made me super sad because I've, I've absolutely loved li- listening to Matthew Stafford. I'm sure you're a big supporter of the fan, Matthew, so I just want to say thank you for all that you did for Detroit, some awesome games, some great plays, and we wish you nothing but the best. I'm thrilled that the Lions organization actually did right by one of their greats uh, because of our uh, greatest uh, – I mean, you go back to Bobby Lane, he didn't necessarily end on good terms with the Detroit Lions – Uh, And then you go all the way to Barry Sanders, who thankfully is an ambassador for us, however, decided to retire rather than play for us. And Calvin Johnson that did retire rather than play for us and is not necessarily in great terms because we wanted to get a little bit of our money back, which rightfully he owed us. However, a million dollars, is that worth ruining the brand ambassador that Calvin Johnson could be? Uh, No, that's a bad, petty business decision by us, so uh, not fantastic. But at least Matthew Stafford will have fond memories of Detroit as he's going and competing in more meaningful games in Los Angeles. Uh, But it is kind of interesting that he moves from one pretty or generally competitive division to one that is highly competitive. So it's not necessarily going to be an easy spot for him, but do you see Matthew and the Rams having some good success?
1: Well, you know, I mean, going from Matt Patricia to Sean McVay is kind of a lateral move, but uh, I do think there are some attractive parts about the Rams that uh, the Lions might not have had. Um, first of all, they probably had the best defense in the NFL last year. Um, I don't know if you expect him just to continue that, They'll, but, you know, when you have Aaron Donald, you have Jalen Ramsey, their defense isn't just going to fall off a cliff. Um, and then, you know, you have have talent on offense along with uh, probably one of the best offensive minds in the NFL. Uh, and I think this is going to be great for Matthew Stafford and for the Rams. I expect the Rams passing attack to really open up and uh, them to look more like the the Rams we saw a couple years ago when they were going toe to toe with the Chiefs on Monday Night Football.
0: Yeah, I mean, it'll be a little different. Obviously not having like an MVP type Todd Gurley. Uh, and not having, you know, Brendan Cooks and and some of the things that they can do to space it out. I actually do think his weapons got worse, but the well, organizational... Well, Kenny
1: Galladay was, like, hurt all the years.
0: So. Fair. I, I'm saying his weapons got worse if Kenny Galladay was in there. Without Kenny Galladay, uh, I, I think it's closer to even, maybe slight Rams advantage. But with DeAndre Swift actually looking like he's a real-deal football player, with Hawkinson being a solid... At the very least, tight end, and then Marvin Jones is a beast. Amendola was reliable. We even had this guy Cephas as like a third, fourth receiver, and uh, Kenny Galladay. Detroit had some great weapons. Our offensive line was even solid, uh, but like you said, the lateral coach move uh, is is going to be way more than lateral, obviously, and I, that's really where the strength lies. You have pretty you you have good weapons. And now those weapons can be even used better because you have a drop back passing game. You don't have to script everything to be easy for golf. You have a little bit more variety in what they can do. And Saffron truly can make really, I mean, the cliche thing of all the throws. He's got the arm strength. He can do the fun arm angles. He can move around. He's not your run for 70 yards type quarterback, but he can shift. He can slide. And uh, he is certainly a gamer. He's been proven to stay in games. Uh, he's willing to take hits, you know, make throws, take chances. So I definitely think the Rams got somebody that they really wanted for their team. So good job by them. I'm sure Stafford's excited to be living in Los Angeles with things to play for out there. So he's super happy. And the Lions really got what they wanted. You know, we got picks. That's not even this year. It's the, the future years where the Rams uh, may or may not be as great. Uh, at least next year, they should be pretty good, but they should be solid picks as well as that third rounder for this year. And we get Jared Goff. So, I mean, at worst case scenario, Jared Goff is actually pretty good, and we have a good quarterback for a couple of years that we are overpaying. Worst case scenario, or I guess best case scenario, is he continues to be Jared Goff, and we lose a bunch of games and have higher draft picks. And then we actually reset to take the NFC North after Aaron Rodgers gives up, and uh should be great. I'm in for it. I had a, I had a good day of venting to Alex. Now I'm on the hype train. I think the Lions are have got it made in the shade.
1: Yeah, they'll do be you, great in 2024.
2: Do you actually think Jared Goff plays for the Lions?
0: I don't see we have a way to trade him, so I don't see that happening. We're not going to just cut him. We may still draft a quarterback this year, but our team, like again, if, especially if we don't like resign Galladay and stuff. I can't imagine a sign like drafting a quarterback and then trying to play him right away. Just it would seem silly that we wouldn't be
1: actually putting him in a solid position. But you
0: never know. People always say, we're not going to play him. Then the third week of the season, <laughs> they play
1: him anyway. So. Yeah, that, I could I could possibly see. If they end up drafting quarterback, then Jared Goff probably gets benched at some point in the season. Yeah. But I mean, That's he's kinda... not like Brock Osweiler bad where they're just going to cut him before the year. I mean, no, I
2: don't, I don't the cap hit happening. is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> His yeah,
1: but contract they're not going to be like they're not going be going hard to, to, to no, spend all him. They're going to rebuild. Those. They're not we've got to, to we've got to we've got to already
0: get a few of the other signings off of the books that our previous regime had. But uh, I mean, I know Matthew Stafford's gonna be sad. He's gonna have to trust Jalen Ramsey to shut down players. He's he misses Jeff Okuda locking people down.
2: I'm sure Jeff had Okuda had, guy had guy. more tackles than Jalen Ramsey, so
0: I I would actually doubt that. <laughs> Jeff Okuda played like three games. Oh, that's probably 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 gave up more passes in three games than Jalen Ramsey did. The year, though. <laughs> so he had chances, perhaps, of more tackles. So um, if you
2: if the Lions don't go quarterback this draft, though, where do you think they go? Uh,
0: I I mean I would expect them to go quarterback at number seven, uh, but. I could see them continuing trying to develop the defensive side of the ball. I mean, we just don't have our defensive line. You got a couple okay guys, but you have some older dudes. I mean, our linebackers could use some more speed on the back end, safeties. They liked them in the past, but they didn't perform very position. well. So, like, if you play defense, you know, we're interviewing. So,
2: come on up. Team needs is just team. We need a team. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, something like that. I mean, not punter. That's basically the only thing that's pretty locked in. Not punter. Our punter is the best player we have.
2: And kicker, and kicker. Man, well, he's a free
0: agent. We gotta sign him. Ah. So I hope we sign him, but who knows? He. It's, it's fun to watch him kick. Except don't don't listen to Yahoo Sports or whatever it was fantasy app that said he's not known for having a strong leg. <laughs> <laughs> because he doesn't do kickoffs. That's a pro football joke if I've ever heard one. Oh, jeez, How silly. Um, but with that, this is crazy. Would you agree with the statement that Matthew Stafford, for our own personal teams, uh, Matthew Stafford is the best quarterback that any of us have gotten to root for? Uh,
1: I don't know about that. They're, I'd say he's like – on the same level as, like, Kirk Cousins and Carson Palmer. I don't know. Were, were you a Bengals fan during the Carson Palmer days, Reeb?
2: Yeah. I mean, the first year I started paying attention was uh, Palmer was the quarterback.
1: Yeah, so I'd say he's, you know, in that same tier of tier guys. I mean, the one-year RG3 was amazing, I feel like, was maybe the best quarterback <sighs> season. Yeah, <laughs> any of us have experience. Yeah, also, that's you got to throw
2: in Chris Heineke in there. So
1: <laughs> Taylor Heineke
2: or Taylor Heineke, whatever.
1: <laughs> oh, man. come on! You're forgetting a household name like Taylor Heineke. <laughs> and then I think
0: I actually think this would be a fun for a different pod. We'll do this in the off season, but we got to do a podcast where we go through the worst quarterbacks we've had to root for. And then Alex just keeps ringing up Dwayne Haskins for 30 minutes but the Lions and and uh, the Bengals have a few that we could throw out there to you, so
2: Ryan Finley's pretty bad even though he beat the Steelers. Yeah, oh, my gosh. He's pretty miserable
0: to watch. Yeah. Uh, I, I can I can pull up some tape of some Lions guys but uh, again, thank you Matthew Steph, for all you did. And I would agree, he's on that tier. I personally would rate him higher like ceiling wise. But he just didn't do that for the Lions because we didn't have enough good teams to say he was better than you know Kirk and uh, Carson that both had similar success, probably even more in terms of win-loss. But uh, I think on the Rams, he'll to, show. So you will
2: get to test it on the Rams, see if yeah. he breaks out. Well, he can't really break out, but see if he has more postseason success.
0: I think so. He'll earn himself one more big contract.
1: I think he will. I mean, I legit think the Rams can be like a Super Bowl contender with, Matthew Stafford. Like, I feel like people sleep on how good a coach Sean McVay is just because Jared Goff has been terrible.
0: Yeah, it's it should be fun. I think Sean McVay is like
1: just overjoyed.
2: I feel like that relationship really like fell apart quick. <laughs>
1: it really did. I, I mean, like, there was
2: always rumors that like, oh, Jared Goff has to be told exactly what to do and he's not good. But then it was just like he got hurt at the end of the year. Wofford came in, and it was like, "Oh, they're going to have an open quarterback competition." Yeah, well, I never, underst- I never
0: understood. I never understood because I mean, golf obviously wasn't very good, which happens to quarterbacks with with Jeff Fisher and stuff. And then Sean McVay comes in and starts to make him awesome. Like clearly, Sean McVay is the is the difference maker there. And then Sean, and like everyone talks about, how it's Sean McVay's system that's working out. Sean McVay doing all these great things, and then suddenly. The person that gets rewarded is Jared Goff with a hundred million dollars, and it's like, whoa, 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 whoa! We just gave all the credit. I mean, Todd Gurley got his fair share because he's a he's a baller, and he also got paid. But it's like, whoa, Sean McVay is the one we're crediting for turning all this around. Why are we suddenly paying somebody that people laughed at? <laughs>
1: to be oh, honest, there, why everyone talked about it during, when when Jared Goff got that contract. You're like, it, I mean, who would you rather have, Sean McVay or Jared Goff? And yeah. I think uh, we all had a unanimous answer there. Yeah, that's tough.
0: But, you know, it gives us content to make some jokes.
2: <laughs> that was what? When? Was it two years ago that he signed that contract? Or last year? I mean, two years. Two ago. years.
0: So he's got two years left. So, I mean, we go through this year, obviously, where the Lions don't want to win anyway. And then he's an expiring contract. It really isn't that bad for us to take on, considering where the Lions are at as an organization. And it was worth getting say, that extra first-round pick. I mean, two firsts and a third is pretty dang good. So definitely thrilled about that. And you know what? Stafford is probably not going to be the only quarterback that moves this offseason. There could be some other changes. There's a lot of rumors. Obviously, a lot of teams that want to upgrade uh, their quarterback space. I think the 49ers are super interesting with what they they will do. And Deshaun Watson saga has been going crazy. Uh, go ahead, Alex, pick your favorite. What what kind of quarterback uh, wild movement do you see
1: happening? Um, one I particularly like is the rumors about Kirk Cousins going to the 49ers uh, to play with play with Kyle Shanahan we obviously played under before when uh, he was played for the uh, Washington Redskins uh, at the time time. Uh, So I I love that pairing. I think he is a big upgrade on Jimmy G and then that could make Jimmy G. I wouldn't be surprised if Jimmy G went back to the Patriots. uh, If the 49ers end up moving on from him, because we know Bill Belichick likes Jimmy G Uh, and I, I think that just kind of sparks a little bit of like a butterfly effect throughout the NFL, and then Deshaun uh,
0: Watson to the Vikings. Uh, I
1: don't know about that. <laughs> no, uh, no. I don't know. The Vikings my to, like, my fantasy
0: know. team needs a quarterback <laughs> in Minnesota.
1: <laughs> That is true. It would be very bad for your fantasy the team. If, I, they're, uh, they're just rolling out Sean Mannion or something.
0: <laughs> Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, and Dalvin Cook. If they do not have a quarterback there, then I am.
2: Um, Dalvin uh, Cook might be fine.
0: Not when he's going against 20-man boxes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not all about me. Minnesota, please. Deshaun Watson would be a great replacement. It's worth it. How many firsts are you allowed to trade? I know it's only like six in the NBA. How many can you trade? For my
2: fantasy team, he needs to get to a place where he's happy and he's not going to sit out. Or else (laughs) my fantasy team is screwed.
0: (laughs) Come on, people. Do they not care about our fantasy teams?
1: That's That's what coaches should be thinking about when they're making these trades. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, uh, but but going back to some of the trades, I do think the uh, idea of Jimmy G going back to the Patriots would be interesting. I, quite honestly, have never been very impressed with him. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he can start and do things, but he's never been kind of like that. You know, he had those cool first couple games of the Patriots where it's like, oh, is is he the next thing? And I just haven't really seen it. He's also dealt with so many injuries that it's tough to see. Uh, but I, I, I would agree. say it's an upgrade over the previous quarterback that playing for them this last year.
2: I mean, honestly, he seems to be at the level of like Joe Flacco.
0: Super like, Bowl yeah. champion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Elite yeah, Joe Flacco. I yeah, feel I like object.
1: the Patriots just feel like he's a good fit in their system. I don't know. If How many Super Bowls worked. has Jimmy G won? Two? Three? Uh, I think Two? just one. Oh. Was he on? No, yeah, I think just One. Oh, well, he sucks. Then. I think he, I think he got traded. traded.
2: Did he get traded away the season that they did win? Uh,
1: no, sorry, he was on the team. So he has one too. Okay. Uh, cuz that he's cuz he start that was the game year he started the company. So he was traded. Oh,
2: that's right. Cuz Brady was suspended, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I think the other one that we got to keep an eye on at least I mean it's just rumors at this point I didn't know about it until Pep messaged us um, that Andrew Luck has some interest coming back I don't know if he comes back is he tied to the Colts immediately or is he a free I agent mean, when he'd be able to do whatever
1: no I mean he's under a contract with the Colts uh, okay. So he would be there I don't know why he wouldn't want to keep playing for them they need a quarterback obviously and they have a great driver. team around it yeah, uh, so yeah, I do wouldn't st- know why why either party wouldn't want to continue that unless that's exciting. Really some- I
0: can't I can't wait. We're gonna have freaking Andrew Luck and RG three both come out of retirement. The, the NFL is so <laughs> lucky.
1: RG three isn't retired. Oh 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 really? Oh okay. Whoops.
2: <laughs> Did get replaced by uh, some <laughs> other quarterback though. I don't remember his name.
1: Tyler Huntley. And-
2: Tyler Huntley. That's right.
1: Yeah. yeah uh, was the,
2: what was the other guy's great. name? Who's the dude from who's the dude from Penn State? Trace McSorley. A, Trace McSorley. Trace McSorley. looked good and then he tore his ACL.
1: I, I guess. I mean he still, threw like one one touchdown pass. <laughs> that was
2: one more than RG three. <laughs> that is a good point.
0: Guys, I want I want the quarterback that played for Denver the day when they're like, Hey, oh, I don't gosh. care that you guys have no people <laughs>
2: I love how every article was like trying to like hype him up. They'd be like, "Man, he's such a such a gamer. He just did whatever they wanted him or like did whatever they asked him to." And then they show a stat line. It's like 0 for 9 with like 3 yeah. interceptions. He got,
0: he got one pass, he got one completion. I can't believe that like It would be funnier, and it's tough for him because he's a practice squad guy and really trying to make it in the NFL as a wide receiver, and then he's forced to do this, and it's like that's what people are going to remember him for. (laughs) Thankfully, he makes a couple bucks off of it. But I would have loved being in that situation. I would have had so much fun if they would have suited me up. I've never had pads and played in a football game. I've had a great time until I would have been hit once or twice, in which case I'd be dead. But before then, I would have such a blast just throwing the ball wherever because there's no expectation. Nobody thinks you're going to win. Nobody thinks you can score. (laughs) And, and, and again, his team wasn't shut out. My own Detroit Lions with Matthew Stafford, who I've praised, got shut out against the Panthers. So, <laughs> yikes. Maybe he's worth two first round picks in a third round, or who knows? <laughs> oh, gosh.
1: Yeah, what do I mean, guess, didn't expect what, that to be our next uh, discussion for who's going to move a quarterback, but.
0: I, I just it's good, it's good talks man. It's Super Bowl week. We're having some fun. Uh, I do. I'm interested. What do you think the Miami Dolphins are going to do? Do you think they're going to ride it out with Tua, or do you think they're going to try to finagle some way to not have him be their
1: quarterback? Well, I think they're going to try for Deshaun Watson, but I think they're fine yeah. with Tua. Otherwise, like I, th- yeah. I don't think they've given up on Tua by any means. I just uh, yeah, it's not too bad John if you Watson's
0: like have if you like having 125 passing yards a game. <laughs>
1: I think they uh, just think Deshaun Watson's too good to pass up if they can. Um, but if they would be on correct. Him, then they'll, uh, they'll ride with Tua. Uh, I, I, you know, even though he was clearly not the best quarterback on the roster this past year, but, you know, he, he's still young, has a chance to mature and get better. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, we, we totally believe that here at that BFJ.
0: Uh, so switching gears here for uh, switching gears to the the Pro Bowl, Alex. What are the chances that you could beat NFL players at Madden?
1: Uh, like ninety nine percent. Yeah, I mean, it depends. Like which NFL player, I guess. There so probably like a couple of them that are like really good. Did They're you actually like,
2: watch them play? Like, did you watch the God, games? God, no. <laughs>
1: okay. Like, i could watch people play a video game that I could just play myself at my at my apartment. Uh, like, I could just turn it on and start playing, and it would be just as exciting, more exciting, because I would because you're actually well. playing.
2: <laughs> a Credit bunch of NFL. Twitch streamers just got very mad at you, though. Alex. They did. I'm, I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> But they're not even professional Madden players. They're just <laughs> pro athletes playing Madden.
0: And that's what makes it fun. <laughs> I I do like I mean it's gotten to be a little too much I guess at times, but I do like when they get like their own ratings revealed on Madden, of, like their rankings and yeah, stuff and how Those are just hilarious. That
2: I think is fine. I get annoyed at like the Bleacher Report segment where it's like we've told this dude like who's upset with his kicking rating or whatever and he just <laughs> kicks field goals and they're like all right we'll up your kicking score by five a f-. F-.
0: <laughs> after yeah. analysis by our unpaid intern on that one <laughs> that is that is a good point <laughs> Oh, gosh, it is some solid jokes. All right, well, we have an actual football game that we should probably talk about this week. Uh, before we get to the game, we got to get to the enjoyment of the game. So you guys set the stage for me. I know a lot of people aren't having their typical big Super Bowl parties this year. Uh, so how are you guys planning on enjoying the game? What, what, what What's your go-tos? What do you have for food on the docket, snacks, drinks, favorite chair? I don't know. Tell me what's going on.
1: Well, mine is uh, kind of pending a COVID situation at my house because uh, uh, you know there was some exposure to one of uh, one of us, and now we are all undergoing testing. And I am no longer staying there for the moment. So if uh, everybody tests negative, then I will be able to return there and watch with my roommates. Uh, and uh, probably have a bunch of snacks, uh, probably some buffalo chicken dip, um, and then probably get some wings.
0: Ooh. Not too bad, not too bad. Hopefully, nice. that works out. How about for you there, Reeb?
2: Uh, it's just gonna be me and Jesse probably hanging out. Oh, hi, Stan. How are you doing? <laughs> um, yeah, it's just gonna be us. I will be mooshing off my mom's YouTube TV so I can watch the game. <laughs> um, terms of snacks i mean we got some some doritos some goldfish uh any orange food you can think of probably it's there carrots oranges (laughs) um she just made some chocolate covered strawberries don't know if they're going to make it to sunday but we will see
0: nice nice that's good Yeah, I got a a couple friends here in the area, kind of my small group that I've been seeing through this COVID time that uh, we'll be gathering together for the game. We just switched locations to a new location. That'll be nice. It'll be a good TV. We'll have some good food. There's even a pool and a hot tub and stuff as well, ping pong table. So uh, we're actually pretty pumped for our our little group getting together for the game. So not a crazy all-out. Big Super Bowl, but it'll still feel like a, a big game, and we have a nice mixture of people that uh, like sports and enough people that uh, don't give a crap about sports. So it's a, <laughs> it's a nice environment. It's fun times. Uh, I do have to ask, Reeb, do you have your uh, couch refing kit ready for the game? That was
2: Alex. Alex has got that. I got the oh, ref Alex shirt. That.
0: Oh, you have the ref shirt. My, my yeah. fault. You guys are ready to step into the game. Make sure you can help those guys out because it's going to be a I can wear tough it. game.
2: I got to go dig it out of the closet, but I can wear that for
0: sure. <laughs> That's who I'm supporting today, the refs. They do a great job. Nobody <laughs> thanks them.
1: Me in particular, but. Me <laughs> in particular.
2: Say, I will not be thanking them, <laughs> but other people also do not.
0: It is a thankless job, so we can't thank you here, but uh, it's good we have refs or else we wouldn't play the game, so. I guess that's good. Uh,
2: But yeah, it's a lot more entertaining if there were no refs.
0: For a time. Uh, But when your team is getting just (laughs) beat into the ground by the Steelers, you might think it's a lot less entertaining. That's true. But let's go through this. Let's break down these teams. We have two uh, very successful uh, quarterbacks and some other really, really good players along these rosters. So let's go ahead and let's let's start with breaking down each team's offense and figure out where we give the advantages to. So which team would you say has the offensive line that is better? Would you go with the Buccaneers that are healthy and talented or with the dismantled, broken offensive line for the Chiefs?
1: Uh, It's tough, Uh, tough choice here, but I think I'm going to slightly lean towards the Buccaneers um, because uh, they haven't been destroyed by injuries and, have their don't have their two Pro Bowl well technically not Pro Bowl because Mitchell Schwartz has never been to the Pro Bowl but he's been all pro multiple times. <laughs> uh, so yeah the the Chiefs have both their tackles out uh, not not what you want um, but probably doesn't matter because you have Patrick Holmes but that's not part of this so I'm gonna go with the Bucks.
2: Is Wurfs healthy? I thought well, for whatever reason I'm remembering him getting injured in the last game. Or is he fine?
1: Uh, I think Wurfs is is healthy. Uh, Eric Fisher got injured for the Chiefs.
2: Oh, I don't know why I thought Wurfs got hurt, but I mean, yeah, it's pretty clear that the Bucks' offensive line is
0: better. I'm going with the Chiefs. Nobody believes in them. <laughs> They're gonna have a protect the blind side type moment. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be great. Uh, but, no, yeah, the Buccaneers definitely have the, have the advantage here, which is huge, and, and we'll get to the defensive side of the ball, but uh, it, it was tough for Aaron Rodgers uh, to go against that Buccaneers defensive line with that hurt offensive line. We'll see what Mahomes can do with it. Okay, now looking outside of that at the tight end position, who do you give the advantage to? The best tight end, second best tight end, or well, I guess Kittle was hurt, best tight end in football or one of the best, if not the best tight end of all time?
1: Uh, I think I'm going to go with uh, the Chiefs here. Um, you know, Gronk has done done all right this year, but uh, Travis Kelsey is just ridiculous. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you had him in fantasy, he was just a monster. Uh, just got like 20, 20 plus points every week. Uh, I mean, like I mean, he he's like led one the, of the league ones.
2: in receiving yards, didn't he? He, he would have in the if he
0: would have played week 17. Uh, okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, w- what a scrub. Yeah.
2: Yes. As much as we wanted Gronk to produce, he only <laughs> produced a little bit.
1: <laughs> he produced yeah. all right, but... More than I expected. Ranking but ranking ahead of Travis Kelsey.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, for this, I I, I, I genuinely believe... Kelsey, obviously, is the most talented tight end here. However, I am making maybe call this a bold prediction, but I think we'll see more production out of the tight ends for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers than we will for the Chiefs. Kelsey's going to get his number of catches, but I think it's going to be something around seven catches, 70 yards, which is pretty dang good. Uh, But I think they're going to keep him out of the end zone and limit him as best they can, and I do think that Cameron Brait is gonna get it get north of you know fifty yards, and I think Gronkowski, his yards may be low, but he's gonna have one big catch for fifteen to twenty yards and probably <laughs> two red zone tight touchdowns. so I think we're getting gonna get more production out all of the Bucks at, like, the most critical all right, points can, in the game.
1: I can probably get good odds on that. let me uh, see how much I can bet all right oh, good
0: God. I would not bet on Gronk getting two touchdowns. I, I bet <laughs> the odds would be very good for a reason. But I would I would put a little money on Gronk getting a score. I would. I think this yeah, is the game. I, I
1: could definitely see that. Where um, it's going to happen. It's
0: what Gronk does. When Tom Brady needs a catch, Gronk somehow up over three guys, catches it, gets his knee ripped off of his leg, and he <laughs> runs for another 30 yards.
2: I mean, it just depends. Like, did the Bucks watch? I mean, I'm assuming they did because they're a professional football team. But did they watch <laughs> the Bills game plan against the Chiefs? Because it did not work against Kelsey of no. giving them space. Well, yeah, um,
0: you need to actually try to jam him at the line a little bit. Yeah. You got to hit him. You got to do some. I mean, at least try to prevent him from getting the ball rather than playing the I hope he misses.
2: <laughs> I just don't know how good in coverage Levante David and Devin White
1: are. I think Devin White uh, is probably a better matchup because he's younger and, and a little faster at this point in their careers. Uh, Loantah David is more consistent player. I, I don't know, but like it's just tough. To, like I still don't know if they can keep up with Travis Kelsey and put a smaller DB on him. than he's just so big, just post him up. Uh, it's just tough for anybody to cover him. I think the bucks can do about about as good a job as anybody can be expected to,
0: yeah, I definitely think uh this next group we can look at here is probably the most interesting in terms of what do you value most. You have two exceptional receiving cores on both side uh, or for both teams what do you which team do you give the edge to uh receiving wise?
1: Are we assuming Antonio Brown is out? Because we don't know if he's. I would
0: expect him to play, honestly.
1: Okay. Even I'd, if he's I'd out, probably, I'd
2: probably still go Bucks.
1: I, I would lean towards the Bucks if
0: <clears throat> Antonio
1: Brown is playing. If Antonio Brown is out, though, I might go Chiefs. If we would do, if we just did pass catchers as the Hall, I would go. I would go Chiefs with. Him. Yeah. yeah,
2: but if no, you're just going wide myself, receivers so. like mm-hmm. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are going to be better than any two, Tyreek Hill and whoever. Tyreek
0: Hill and the eleven guys he left in the I'll, dust running to the I'll end zone.
1: Tyreek Hill and myself.
0: Okay. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: I would see if I could do
0: that, Tyreek. I know you're listening, buddy. We should get together. I want to race you and just see. <laughs> I want to see at what point what advantage I need in a hundred yard dash to beat you
2: and then when you beat Tyreek Hill you got to go race Scotty Miller. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I just think Tyreek Hill has been so good this year and he's so dangerous with the speed that uh and, and it's not like the Chiefs don't have other good receivers like Sammy Watkins, Miko Hardman does some damage with his speed as well. Um I mean, uh, I mean part of it is just Patrick Mahomes make them look good, but they they are dangerous there with with just that overwhelming speed.
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, I Tyreek Hill has been just so freaking fun and consistent. And, again, if you're going pass catchers, you're throwing Kelsey in there. Hill and Kelsey are well above uh, yeah. Godwin and, and Evans. I know we're just doing wide receivers right now, so that's what makes it a, a tougher call. I, I, too, lean Chiefs. Maybe it's recency bias, but Tyreek is just looking on top of the world with me beating people as a running back and as a wide receiver is, is pretty nuts. And then, you know, I mean, Tom Brady throwing those random jump balls up there. You never quite know what you're going to get for those guys if they're going to be able to come down with it. And Godwin, man, I have not seen somebody drop so many passes who's also known as an elite receiver. What? Like, again, last week, it's super funny. He had that bad drop and then that sick jump ball catch down the field. That was huge. Like, I love that it was the next play that he had that chance to make a great catch and kind of remind people that he actually is great. But, I, man, he's just bouncing balls off his hands.
1: Yeah, uh, I think since he had that finger injury, it was uh, it's been a little bit tougher for him to catch some passes. But uh, I mean, as he's still a really good receiver. Mike Evans is, you know, still a beast, and I think Antonio Brown uh, hasn't really lost too much from where he was a couple of years ago. Obviously, yeah. he's not quite the same, but
2: if we're taking health into account, though, like it does hurt the Bucks considering you know Brown's got his lower leg injury, same with Mike Evans.
1: Right. Yeah. Just, that That is a good point.
0: Yep. All right, and then. And then so now let's look at the running back position. I think Fournette's run last week was just sick. That was so much fun. Or, yeah.
2: It was kind of a throwback to, you know, rookie rookie season Fournette. I got to say, I completely forgot LaShawn McCoy was on the Bucks until I saw something that said he might <laughs> retire if they win. <laughs> Did not remember he was on the Bucks. Where has he, he been? Has he been hurt?
1: No, he just hasn't played. He's just All not. Right. Not that good
0: at football <laughs> these days. That's why he might retire I mean, if they win or if they lose.
1: He was a healthy scratch last year in the Super Bowl, and maybe he will be again. Yeah, I see. Like. Uh, uh,
0: but the Fournette run was so funny. I mean, you see all, all, the, all the buttons in man, there. You got the like little step over hurdle at the start. You got the the sick cutback, the the acceleration at the end, the spin move, the dive for the end. Like it just is an awesome run uh, there. And I, I would give the edge of running back. It's it's slight. I don't think it's a giant either way. But I'd give it towards the the Buccaneers with how they're playing in their run
1: game.
2: Even Rojo looks <laughs> decent. I don't know what his health uh, status is, but...
1: I would agree. I mean, <laughs> Ronald Jones honestly might be the best running back in this game. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I'm not, I know. The, I agree the run with Pernet was was very impressive, but overall I don't think he's been that good. Um, and you know, CEH hasn't, hasn't really been that great all season, and he's obviously coming off an injury. So I don't know how good we expect him to be. Le'Veon Bell... You know, losing snaps at Darrell Williams. So, I yeah, don't, that's I don't a know. Tough. What has happened to Le'Veon Bell?
0: It just wasn't good. He held out and <laughs> got himself a giant contract and just isn't good. It's, <laughs> that's what happened. Uh, but uh, now looking at the most important position on the field, because you, you can talk about all the weapons, but if you don't have a guy to get the ball to the weapons, and we all know the first guy in this game, unfortunately, is being hurt. So, which team has the advantage at backup quarterback? When that backup comes in, who do you trust to win the
1: game? Uh, well, I thought we were just going to do quarterbacks as a whole and was going to say, you know, the, the, the reason, the, the, the difference maker is obviously Chad Henney. I mean, he's he's the guy you need you need in there. So uh, you saw him win the game for the Chiefs last week, and uh, or not last week, two weeks ago. Um, so I, I think, you know, he's clearly the guy who's proven to be a guy who can win you win you games.
0: Yeah. I would I would agree. And I, how I see this going down, and I should have done it as quarterbacks as a whole, because obviously what's going to happen is the Chiefs are going to get a lead. They're going to be up 10-0 to zero in the game. And then Andy Reid is going to say, what is happening? Why are we winning early in the game? I don't trust this version of Patrick Mahomes. Bench that guy, because that seems silly, and then put in Chad to coast to the victory because he only likes Mahomes when they're down 10-17. to 17. I don't think that's going to happen
1: this time around.
0: So we see right. Chad come in and bring him home.
1: I, I do have a, a bet in for the Super Bowl, a um, number of players to attempt a pass, and I've, I have I've the 2.5 plus, so I just need one additional player to, to attempt a pass. So, you know, Chad Henney can get in there and just throw one pass. I'll, you could. I'll be looking at a nice There's prop. There's
2: got to be some sort of, and around, pass.
1: Yeah, it's a Super Bowl. You got to pull out the trick plays. So, all right. And there's great odds on it too. By the way, just just uh, this little FYI for those of you betting out there.
0: Yeah, it's good news. Make a little money off this. Have some fun. Uh, well, that's good. Yeah, no. But looking more seriously at the starting quarterbacks here, Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady. You got all the experience of being his tenth. You got to say that tenth Super Bowl for Tom Brady. Only two for Patrick Mahomes. What a scrub. Uh, uh, I, I I would uh, give the edge on the quarterback position here to Patrick Mahomes uh, in a good amount, which is kind of surprising, noticing that Tom Brady is, is playing well and has all the experience. But Mahomes, a little bit of that mobility. He seems healthy. He's ready to go. His team is never out of it. Obviously, Tom Brady came back from 28-3 to three in the Super Bowl. His team, sh- in theory, shouldn't be out of it. But with this particular roster that the Chiefs have – that's what they do. They just win football games.
2: I'd like to see how Patrick Mahomes performs now, though, that he's not gotten his hair cut. See how that affects his game.
1: <laughs> yeah, Maybe I, I, I can't go against Patrick Mahomes here.
0: Tom Brady's I, got I the advantage of one area. Fourth <laughs> and inches. I trust Tom.
1: That's true. He's Tom the best quarterback to of all time. on a fourth and inches and – Broke his kneecap.
0: Lost every bone in his
1: back. Uh, <laughs> all uh, uh, since I've been, you know, getting into this betting thing, I've been looking at Tom Brady's over/under for rushing yards
0: 0. .5. Ooh, you better hope he's and not doing kneel downs at the end of the game. Does
1: that include yeah. sacks? Yeah, and you, there's like significantly better odds to go for him to go under. <laughs> <laughs> i
2: was gonna say if that Let's goes go sacks and then it's definitely no, it's not over. sacks. No, it's it's a exactly. rushing attempt. but it would be QB like Neals. Offense,
0: okay.
2: hmm.
0: You get that kneel down at the end of the first half or kneel down at the end of the game, and you're you're basically dead. <laughs> He's got a chance to scramble for like five yards if he wants to run for one, but you're really hoping on a on a sneak, which is a fun bet. Those are those are the fun kind of bets.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's always fun to do a couple of those at the Super Bowl, just so you uh, you have something just a little extra to root for. Um, so you know, don't have to bet much, obviously. Um, but I would uh, love that's, that's, what, making, yeah, I, that, that's, that's what makes games.
0: Yeah,
1: that's what makes it fun. <laughs> well,
0: I'm sure you. I'm sure you can ask Alex to place a bet for you.
2: <laughs> Although, when I first was like wanting to get into it. I was so sure that Virginia Tech was going to win their opener in football. I was like, I'm going to bet like 200 bucks on it. I figured <laughs> out I couldn't do it. And then they got slaughtered. And I was like, All right. <laughs> thank goodness I didn't do that. Oh, my
0: gosh. Reeb! just I want to put this out there for you. You know how animated and perhaps angry you can get at times watching a game with no money on it? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, so beer, and right now it's just peaceful and nice and easy. Imagine having money on it watching those games. You might actually feel stressed. I
2: always bet against my team. That way I win no matter what happens. No, I'm playing both sides.
0: Reeve, I want you to understand how this would work for you. You wouldn't look at, oh, yes, uh, my team won. You would look in that moment, dang it, I lost 200 bucks. Or vice versa, of instead of, oh, yeah, I won 50 bucks, you'd be like, the freaking. You you would lose either way is what you're guaranteeing.
2: That's just a pessimistic view, though. If I take the optimistic <laughs> view, then I win either way.
0: I, I, I agree. I'm just saying, do you trust yourself to look at the optimistic view or the pessimistic view <laughs> yeah, when you're frustrated you saying, about I, sports? <laughs>
2: are you saying I'm a pessimistic person? What are you
0: talking about? I never said that as a person. As a Virginia Tech fan – I would lean more on the pessimistic side. <laughs> that
1: the thing is, Reeb is so pessimistic true. that like he expects to lose everything. So when he doesn't lose everything, then that's true. it's a win for him. Oh,
0: gosh. This is some nice psychology here for everybody listening <laughs> and to the poll. Now Thank Virginia for Tech making. is
2: losing and I'm not making any money. It could be Virginia Tech is losing and I'm making money.
0: Or they lose, but they don't lose badly enough that you lose the bet and the game.
2: Oh, no, I'd always go, like, just straight. Like, I wouldn't go the negative three or whatever. I'd just go, like, I'd
0: pick the this team.
1: Oh, man.
0: Uh, I like it. You know what? Fine. Go for it. I tried my best. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait I for mean, those tests. For
2: whatever damn reason, Texas doesn't allow sports betting, even though football is the biggest, like, sport in Texas, and yeah, that, that's that all they fucking care about here. that's <laughs> It makes no, no sense that you can't bet on sports in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I also can't buy alcohol before noon on Sundays. I don't get it.
0: How often do you need to do hey, that? Lord.
2: Well, during COVID, when I would go like super early on Sundays to get groceries, I'd always want to buy like a bottle of wine. And they'd be like, no. And I'd be like, this is dumb. Why can't I do this?
1: <laughs>
0: because... You get, if you want wine, you can get it at Communion. Check it out.
1: <sighs> it's just
0: a tiny glass. <laughs> That's
1: enough for Reed. Reed goes to Communion. It's like, oh, God, I'm so full. <laughs> 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 well, you want me to
0: have bread, too? <laughs> oh, gosh. This has been a tremendous pod for everybody listening. Thank you guys for making it in here. We haven't even gotten to the defense of these teams. Um uh,
2: <laughs> Well, that's about when I check out. So, (laughs) well, this is
0: this is really. I mean, Alex has the more in-depth breakdown of their defenses. Alex, you want to
1: do front seven and and secondary?
0: All right. Who do you think's got the advantage on the front seven?
1: Uh, I think the Bucks by a long shot. I mean, (laughs) I don't think
0: I don't think the Chiefs have
1: a front seven. (laughs) The Chiefs have Chris Jones and six other guys. (laughs) Uh, So, I I mean, interesting name played. Played well uh, this uh, this year, so uh, I the the Bucks have a have a dirty front seven, especially with Vita Vea back. Uh, he you know he was playing limited snaps last week and still was really good. Um, I
2: thought he broke but, his uh, ankle.
1: How is he back? He came back. He was out for most. Of the, I mean, he hurt the Probably just rubbed some dirt on it.
2: He's like three hundred pounds. How does he come
1: back from a broken <laughs> ankle that quick? it's it's fine he just needs to be big and get in the way in the middle of the he, one, <laughs>
2: he doesn't need an ankle <laughs> he doesn't need leverage
1: i mean he, he got hurt like rip, like week one i think so i thought it was like week five I, it was like it might have been like week two or three but it definitely was, it was pretty early on um and, yeah, so, I, I mean, he I, I played limited sex last week, so I assume he'll play a few more this week, uh, maybe close to close to full-time. Um, and, yeah, it doesn't matter. Even if he didn't play, like, the Bucks still have a clearly better. Even though their pass rush hasn't been great this year, they, they really turned it on the past few weeks, uh, especially last week against the Packers. So, easy win for the Bucks there.
0: Yeah. That's good. It should be interesting to see how that actually plays out, but definitely agree with the Bucks' advantage there. Then on the back end, what do you think?
1: So the back end, I think, is much closer. Uh, I think it, it, I, but I lean slightly towards the Chiefs. Actually, um, the, I think the Bucks have been like neither of these teams have any great players in the secondary except for Tyron Matthew. So I think he's kind of the difference maker here. I think everybody else is just solid. Carlton Davis has been up and down and has played really well recently. Um, he, you know, he held Michael Thomas without a catch and was tweeting at him after the game. Uh, but, uh, you know, he had probably one of the worst games any corner had all season. Uh, the last time he played the Chiefs, he uh, gave up 200 yards to Tyreek Hill in the first quarter. So uh,
0: I, I mean, I would be there giving up like 600 be like, that guy is so fast. <laughs> He makes fast people look not fast. Like, it, it is tough. So I understand. This time he'll give up 175 yards. But uh, I, I would say, too, with this in mind, and this is not exactly the question, but in this particular game I could see the Bucks back end being tested in more difficult ways uh, than the Chiefs side would be. So that would give me that extra lean towards the Chiefs back end having more success in this game.
1: Yeah. I agree.
0: And then uh, the Bucks have the advantage on the punter because the Chiefs don't keep one on the roster. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bold strategy, but, I mean, it keeps them aggressive.
1: <laughs> uh, but obviously the butt kicker has the advantage. I don't, yeah, he's been
0: that. struggling
1: this year,
2: though. It's, uh, it's,
1: yeah, the past few weeks he has been struggling.
0: Yeah, this so playoffs would put I'd, some curses I'd, on stuff. Freaking Tucker missing kicks. I'd
1: it did make me him. laugh
2: that Bruce Arians really just admitted when they wanted a kicker. He was like, we just need someone who can make it from within 40 yards. Besides <laughs> that, I don't really like, care.
0: And
1: sucker has been pretty good this year, so I don't want to discount it. But I'll, I'll still take that. Yeah, I, I would as well.
0: And, you know, the Chiefs are really going to only kick it when they Like actually have to kick it. They're going to put up a lot more (laughs) points. It's going to be a lot more extra points than uh, field goals there. But definitely, it's shaping up to be a really fun Super Bowl. I mean, you can see it going
1: on. Should we do coaches?
0: Yeah, that's actually a great thing, advantage on the coaching end. Which coach do you think would win in a 40-yard dash?
2: (laughs) (laughs) So... (laughs) <laughs> I'd go with Bruce Arians. It's yeah, gotta be too. Bruce Arians. I don't know if Andy Reid can make it forty yards, dude. I,
0: you know how I'm gonna win. I'm putting all my money on, um, oh my gosh, Andy Reid to win it. All I'm simply gonna do is at the finish line, I'm gonna have a little barbecue set up. I was about to say, just put a
2: cheeseburger at the end of forty yards,
0: and that dude is going to haul it over there. As long as he doesn't have to wear that stupid face shield, that would blind him halfway down the <laughs> run. <own. laughs>
2: it fogs up twenty yards down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bruce Aarons, wearing I see, that, though. He would just be too cool to run.
2: I'm not doing that. That's true. His beret would fall off, or whatever. It
0: is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But I would, I would give, I would give the coaching advantage in this game to the Chiefs with Andy Reid. Yeah, I
2: think I don't still. even know if Bruce Arians has done any coaching this year. I feel like <laughs> everything about the Bucks has been Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Hey,
1: Byron Leftwich has been putting in work as the offensive coordinator.
2: He has, but like, has he been getting any credit?
1: I don't know how I think he's gotten some credit, although they you know he didn't really get any head coaching love.
0: but how how good does B Enemy have to be for people to like actually want him? Working for their organization. Yeah, like how bad are,
2: are his interviews?
1: <laughs> uh, I feel like it's also the fact that these coordinators are in the Super Bowl, it also hurts them because like, they can't get hired until afterwards. Um,
0: but I would uh, want yeah, my I mean, coach to be able to get my team to the Super Bowl. Yeah,
1: uh, that is true. But Wait Gordon three weeks. be the Texans and hire David Culley, who uh, was the Ravens wide receivers coach. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and... Before that, he was uh, the Bills' quarterback's coach, coaching Nate Peterman. Dude, you guys
0: uh, should see this guy's record selling dip and Dots at the stadium. Nobody moves that cookies and cream <laughs> like this guy.
2: Eh, yeah, Deshaun, how about that? It's pretty impressive, and, and, and isn't he it? he
1: coached the, the Chiefs wide receivers uh, when they had no receiver catch a touchdown.
2: <laughs> <laughs> My God. What is going on in Houston?
1: Just in general. No, I don't mean to just assassinate David Culley's resume, who I hadn't heard of before Declan fired him. What
2: happened to Caldwell? I thought they were thinking of Caldwell.
0: He's just too successful for people to want to keep him as their coach. <laughs> oh, all you've done is have good teams and win where you've been at? Eh. They don't want that.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I've heard... People suspect that they were just trying to make him a bridge coach to Josh McCown. Oh, good God. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard of anybody hiring a bridge coach before, so I don't know if that's actually true.
0: (laughs) Oh, man, these are pro football jokes that are actual things. This is ridiculous. That's how you
2: get your franchise quarterback happy. Waste two more of his years, of his prime years.
0: (laughs) All righty. Well, let's get our official picks in for this podcast before we hit an hour here. Who are you taking in the game,
1: Alex? Ooh, uh well, uh, I I think it's interesting. Tom Brady has you know is usually in this opposite position where I feel like the Bucks are close or better in all the positions groups we talked about, except for coach and quarterback where the Chiefs have a big advantage, and usually that Tom Brady has found himself on the opposite of that. Uh, but I'm I'm taking the Chiefs because uh, Mahomes and Andy Reid, it's just hard to pick against them.
0: Agreed. Reid, what do you think? <sighs> I don't know.
2: I mean, I would have said that it's tough to win two Super Bowls in a row, but here they are with a chance to do it. And if anyone could do it, it's this Chiefs team with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes leading the way. But (sighs) I feel like Brady's got one more win in him. I think he's going to get one more Super Bowl. And, I mean, who knows when his arm is going to give out. So I feel like this year could be his best year to do it behind that just wall of a defense.
1: Mm. Yeah. I actually
0: am going to go with the Chiefs as well here. Uh, Just looking at... uh, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and just the things that they've been able to do no matter what stage the game is in, whether they're down or whether they need to not give the ball back to the other team. They're not. They're just going to find a couple plays and go for it and get the win. What does scare me is the offensive line for the Chiefs and what the Bucks were able to do to the Packers. But I'm not going to flip-flop. I'm going to stick with the Chiefs. Uh, and then enjoy seeing Tom Brady hoist is seven more than <laughs> any <laughs> franchise Super Bowl. Championship. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, this is actually like a huge legacy game, in my opinion, just because, like, Tom Brady's obviously the greatest full time right now. Um, but I think all of us suspect that Patrick Mahomes may be chasing him for his career. So, you know, if. if Brady's up seven to one on Super Bowls. Then it's gonna be tough for Patrick Mahomes to win you know, six more to catch him. But if if Mahomes wins, then you know it's six to two, I, I think Mahomes has a has a pretty good shot of, of catching. Is Brady. true. At least.
2: I do wonder, like, who America wants to win? Because like, I feel like most people don't really care to see Brady win another one. But at the same time, the Chiefs are kind of starting to become that dynasty that, you know, people just are tired of seeing winning. I want to um, see
0: – I would love to see Andy Reid win 12 straight Super Bowls. Uh, <laughs> I just would. I love that guy. Patrick Mahomes is pretty cool too. I just want to see a State Farm commercial with Patrick Mahomes with two Super Bowl rings with Aaron Rodgers.
1: Like, that, would out <laughs> that would be I, great. That would be great. I would love to see Brady get, get a seventh. Uh, I, I seven will be sick.
0: Teams, so. I, see, I'm happy either way. I want it to be like a good football game where both teams are doing well rather than being stupid stuff and being like three to zero. The whole way I want to see a good football game, have some fun, have some great food, and just, you know, act like I know better than the commentators and act like <laughs> I'm a better player than the people in the field. So that's what I look
1: forward the, to. Is yeah, Romo calling the and game? Uh, there is supposed to be a, a thunderstorm during the game, so that's always uh, good for it Oh, game.
0: great. Oh, sweet. Gotta love Florida, baby. <laughs> Who
2: doesn't want a sloppy Super Bowl <laughs> where you can't throw the ball? Talk
0: rule. Talk rule.
1: Yeah, gosh. Romo is calling the game. Oh, so, sweet.
0: That's what we needed.
1: It is uh, unfortunate. I don't have CBS on sling at my house. I have to watch it, stream it on CBS, all access that I got. All right, we
2: will it. spoil every single play for you.
0: Yeah, and for it. It'll be good. Don't don't uh check your text. All right. I think that is uh gonna wrap us up here for this podcast. It's been a good hour here breaking down some football, some movement. Uh, of course we'll be back to break down the game uh as well as look forward to the off season. But before then, we still have some more football to enjoy. So everybody get your good snacks, get some cokes, uh, and be ready to watch the goat go against. The only quarterback I can think of that might be able to catch him uh, and have some fun. And you know what? Make it a little uncomfortable. Make it uncomfortable. Compete every day, man. His spirit, I find it hard to be matched. Toughness, enthusiasm. Hey!